Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lo Que No Me Dijeron podcast. I'm your host, Karina, and this is episode number two. When I first thought about starting this podcast, I didn't realize that hosting this podcast on my own was going to be so much more different than having a conversation with someone else. But after releasing episode zero and one, I have received so much positive feedback. Y'all are really hyping me up and it was really, really encouraging to see all of the positive commentary and just have some really intellectual conversations with some of you. Also, I was reviewing the podcast analytics today and I saw that there are some of you who are listening from other countries. And guys, that is so freaking cool. That makes me so excited. And I'm just really happy to have each and every one of you listening to my podcast. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about the need to feel like we belong throughout all age groups. As I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about how different it is for first generation individuals to feel like they belong and fit into a specific group whether that's your friends or your family. And I feel that as you're growing up, no matter what background you come from or whether you're first gen or second gen, it's always going to be hard to fit in and find your niche or group of friends. But for first generation individuals, I think that there is more to our battle. We're not only trying to fit in with our friends at school, But we also want to respect our parents and our culture and make sure that we belong to both groups. Realistically, the American culture does not align with the values and beliefs of most minority groups, which makes this very difficult. In the Hispanic culture, most often it's custom that most girls will have their first ear piercing within a couple months of being born. So the point of that is that when I was in elementary, there was this trend going around. So it was like the cool thing to have two, not one. And I remember going home to ask my mom, by the way, my mom is like the nicer parent, right? The one who you always ask for permission. And then that parent goes and asks the other parent whether you guys should say yes or no. So my mom was like the one who you would always ask because we knew that she would consult my dad and usually convince him to say yes. Well, I must have been like eight years old or something. And I went up to my mom and I asked her if I could have a second piercing. And I swear she looked at me like I was crazy. You know, like that blank stare that your parent gives you, like, no, you did not just ask me this question. I feel like that was exactly her facial expression. So at first, she said no, but then she changed her mind and said yes. But her condition was that if I really wanted the second piercing, that she had to be the one to pierce my ears. And now that I think about it, I think she did this, you know, to discourage me from saying yes and getting the 
my ears pierce. But there I go. And I was like, okay, fine. You can pierce my ears. So that weekend, my aunt came over to help my mom pierce my ears. So up until that point, I never knew what getting my ears pierced would be like because, of course, my first ear piercing was at such a young age. So my mom and my aunt started making me super nervous. They had made like a little dot on my ear to know where they were going to stick the needle. But they kept erasing it and making it all over again. But anyways, so my mom took this huge ass needle and she put it over the stove over fire to sterilize it or whatever. And then I remember that she cut a lemon in half and she took the needle and pierced it through my ear into the lemon. So like the lemon caught the tip of the needle type of thing. I don't remember how painful it was, but I do remember that my aunt and my mom were like chuckling as my mom asked me whether I still wanted to pierce my other ear. And I said yes right away because all I could think of was, oh my gosh, one of my ears is pierced. I am not going to go to school with only one ear pierced. That is more embarrassing than showing up to school with two ear piercings that may be slightly crooked. But the point of me sharing this experience is that Sometimes we do crazy things just to follow a specific trend so that we can be accepted by our friend groups. And our parents, especially if they're super traditional, they're going to try and teach us the hard way. This was my mom's way of trying to discourage me from doing something that she wasn't in agreement with. And I know some of you might be thinking, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. But let me give you guys a couple of things to think about. One, in the rural areas of Mexico, how do you guys think they pierce their ears? I actually asked my mom about this and she actually pierced her own ears. So for her, it was just something that you do when you want your ears pierced. Two, I actually had a choice. I had a choice whether to let her pierce my ears or not. And I think that's super important because most often I feel like you're given an ultimatum or your parents try to make you feel guilty for wanting to do a specific thing. I was talking about this topic with my boyfriend and sharing with him my experience with my mom piercing my ears. And he actually shared an experience with me which he has given me permission to share with all of you. One of the most present memories that he has from when he was growing up is that in his middle school years, it was a trend to wear skinny jeans, right? Well, he clearly remembers his dad telling him that if he ever wore skinny jeans, he would consider him gay. So he never wore skinny jeans. He always stuck to straight-legged jeans. And even to this day, he has never worn skinny jeans. Now it's due to preference, but back then it was because of the fear of judgment from his dad. So as much as he wanted to fit in, skinny jeans was just 
not one of the things that he was willing to give into because his traditional and home values were stronger and more prevalent to him in that moment. And and when he first told me this, I thought, what the heck? That is really dumb. But it actually makes so much sense because in the Hispanic culture, machismo is such a big thing. Machismo is the idea that men should always be manly and do manly roles. Like the way you can perceive gender roles, as in a woman should be in the home cooking and men should be the ones being the breadwinners. That's basically what machismo is, except it can be seen in really extreme ways, such as limiting your son to not be able to wear skinny jeans because of your fear that it makes them not manly. And one of the other big things in the Hispanic community is homophobia. I feel like there is a lot of homophobia in the Hispanic community because of that same idea that men should play the men role and women should play the women role. You look at these views like They're so old-fashioned and just, you know, what, where is this coming from? But these are still very prevalent beliefs, even now in 2021. I must also say that my boyfriend's dad is not the only one who experiences this specific type of mentality where a man and a woman should play specific roles. I can personally say that even in my family, I feel like a lot of the men expect the women to serve them and cook for them and really fulfill that role of a woman tending to the man, even when they work and pay bills and contribute to the family household. So it's definitely something that is a big part of the Hispanic community and is seen in different households not just in his or mine, and it is something that we need to work on and change as a community. And to be honest, we probably won't be able to change the way a lot of the older individuals in our culture feel or believe about a specific topic. But as we grow older and we create families of our own, we can change some of these more deeply rooted cultural ideas by teaching the next generations to be more accepting of themselves and their identity. Although both of our experiences may have been very different, they still show how the American culture clashes with your traditional cultural background. And there's that desire to be a part of both, but sometimes you have to pick and choose. And ultimately, it's about what makes you happy. As we grow older, we move, we outgrow friendships and leave relationships. And ultimately, those who continue to remain by your side are accepting of the person that you choose to become.